1: Yes, yes, y'all. No. The Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a program coming to you via the miracle of the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. On this, the last Friday without football until Christmas. Whoa. The le- Let me say that again. The next time that we have a Friday mm-hmm. that does not have high school football games will be Christmas Eve.
0: Ah, nice. How cool.
1: Happy holidays. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is saying goodbye to one of her favorite seasons mm-hmm. and hello to another of her favorite seasons. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's actually
0: big yay boo energy today. Yeah, it <laughs> like. Is boo to the lack of Hawaiian shirt Friday, but yay to the start yeah, yeah. of our actual favorite and season. by the yeah, way Yeah,
1: Devin! My God! So, we have a... I don't know, we've never had Devin on the show. No,
0: we need to... Devin we is... We need to
1: make sure we get Devin on the show. Comic Devin, genius. Devin's, we should definitely have him Devin's on the show. The, Devin's actually the only... I can just pull him in here. um, And, uh, but Devin is actually... Let me see if I can text him and see if it comes in. Devin is the Yeah, we the need only, to see his shirt um, on here. Hey, come in the studio. Um Devin is is actually the only real is this camera on?
0: Uh no.
1: Oh well there you go. Um Devin <laughs> here he comes. Devin is the only um actual athlete in this office. Yeah. Devin played offensive line at uh, Ulyss Trinity. Devin we gotta, we gotta Devin, show the people what's your participation here. Uh, what's your uh, come on over here, get in get in frame. Um what's yeah, fine. Um now what's your official title here? This is Devin. Devin here. Squat Devin's down. Devin's going to have Devin's squat. also huge.
0: Look um, at that shirt. The, best. the man is celebrating the last Hawaiian shirt Friday. Welcome, Devin. Let's, Thank let's you for let's participating.
1: Um, so what made you want to wear a Hawaiian shirt today?
0: Um, actually, 1,000% inspiration from the AP. Ashley Pickle herself was getting dressed this morning, went through only Hawaiian shirts as I was getting dressed. Let's and, go. He's got multiple. Yeah, definitely have multiple, unfortunately. <laughs> um Not
1: unfortunately.
0: Fantastic. Don't get a lot of use in the office space
1: when you've got a nine to five. So I guess my question for you. (laughs) So today is the last Hawaiian shirt Friday because. um, Better late than never. We have work to do. (laughs) Hawaiian shirt Friday season or football season. Um, it's close.
0: Um, it's actually not at all football season. Yeah, football season for sure. Yeah, the comfortability is here, but the the atmosphere, the environment. It's a season. great off-season thing. It is a good off-season. Yeah, it's a that's, great that's off-season a component. It.
1: I like everybody. Uh, I'm a big fan of believing that uh, that every podcast is somebody's first podcast. And I just love the idea of somebody parachuting in at this moment <laughs> and being like... Well, there's, uh, there's an enormous some, man a, in, a, in a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt. We just got a text. I was listening to J. Cole getting some work done. <laughs> I just texted Devin. and I was like, hey, dude, come in the studio. And he just came in. Uh, Devin, thank you for your courage. Thank you for wearing your Hawaiian shirt today and celebrating Hawaiian shirt Friday. We appreciate you. I'm, I'm appreciative for being here. Thank you. All right. Now now leave. <laughs> Devin, ladies he and goes. gentlemen. There you go. Devin Lewis. Devin Lewis, yes, everybody. Yes, yes. Um, all right. There's enough of that nonsense. Yeah, somebody, somebody's watching the show for the first time, and they're like, what in the world? There's like There's this a massive show. human
0: that has to bend down, and so we the, can see his Hawaiian shirt. Show
1: um, today is <laughs> Friday, August twentieth, twenty twenty-one. It's uh, some number of days before Thanksgiving. It is 96? ninety-seven days until Thanksgiving. Um, happy birthday to um, Andrew Garfield. Sure. Um, <laughs> This is episode 1,224. On today's show, guys, the reason we don't mind wasting a little bit of time is because it is Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got. Uh, we're going to open it all up, and so we want to answer as many questions as you got. We will go until we're out of questions, basically. Um, I do have a hard out; I have a one o'clock appointment, but that's fine. I can go until like twelve fifty-five. So, if you got questions—high school ball, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything like that—get them in the comments. Consider this your big preseason. Uh, mailbag we'll have a mailbag of course next Friday we do helpful Honda mailbag Friday every Friday but since this is the last one before we have actual games which will be Thursday uh, get get your questions in, in the comments uh, on Facebook YouTube or Twitch we will get that to uh, get to as many as we can before we get to that do we have first four through the door as you're I know I'm making you do all these dumping
0: oh no you're good Um, so only two people told me hi on Facebook so to the rest of Whoa. you but uh shout out rob Hathaway and hector rios but don't First worry through the door yeah we do have uh we can go uh robert vandermeer again on youtube and shout then out. uh is uh on twitch commenting great so welcome in fellas great. hi guys that said hi
1: all right pickle time for helpful honda mailbag friday
0: the north texas honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning honda stop by your helpful honda dealer today or visit ntx honda to learn more good cars
1: honda cars do go buy a honda um reliable reliable cars. we got quite, we got we got people we got a lot of things to talk about <laughs> heading into football season we are now six technically six days away um, from from Texas School of season. I believe the first games will kick off at 6 o'clock on next Thursday. Yes. Including a number of games on Texan Live. Yeah. TexanLive.com. Dave Campbell's Texan Live. Uh, so we'll have games there. Um, one thing I will tell you guys, something we're planning on, and I guess I might as well just ruin it. Because so, if I say it, then Pickle has to do it. Because then it's on the record. Gosh darn it. This is great. We can't do it next th- for the first Thursday because Pickle is going to be in...
0: El Paso. It'll be the Sun City. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to El Paso for week one for those who didn't know.
1: For our friends at Bali. Uh, but week two, we are going to do a watch along live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, I guess everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the cool thing. Okay? So we're going to do, if you've seen our watch alongs before, it's usually myself-ish. step step if he's here but step maybe at a game
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: uh pickle and maybe we'll get a special guest who knows um but we're gonna sit around and we're gonna watch the game uh and we're just gonna comment on it okay and we've done that in the past but and we we had a lot of success had a lot of fun but here's the cool thing now that it is dave campbell's texan live we can just show you the stinking game
0: We sure can. So, what? There's not copyright issues because we have that copyright.
1: We, yeah. (laughs) We are the copyright. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, we're going to try to do this every so often during the season. We hope you'll subscribe to texanlive.com. We're doing this kind of as a tease, like here's here's a game you can you can watch and watch more of them on Texan Live. But we are going to show you we'll show a game and it'll be commentary from myself and Ishmael Johnson and Ashley Pickle and maybe a mystery guest and just having fun. So, come hang out with us. It'll be it'll be week 2. We we want to do it week 1, but because Pickle's going to be in El Paso, um, that won't work. But mm-hmm. Uh, that's something we're going do to do try every so often.
0: Do we get food again? Do you want to get food? Uh, that's the only reason I was going to show up. I mean, but, do you want to yeah. get food?
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll get food. Some red silver cups time, for water. Yeah, for water. For milk.
0: Yeah, we got to get our bones strong. Soda. Six <laughs> packs of Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Um, <laughs> anyway, so
1: make sure. That, that's something to tease ahead. So that's something we'll do. But TexanLive.com will have a lot of games on next Thursday for the first week of Texas high school football. Pickle, let's answer some of the questions from the people. What do the people want to know?
0: The people want to know, do you have an answer to what is your favorite six-man venue to attend a game?
1: So I will admit, I am, because of my status as, um, at, at Ballet, um I'm chained to the desk and so as a result I don't get to go to a lot of 6 man games. When I go to 6 man games, they're almost always in the playoffs mm-hmm. and they are always um and it's usually something yeah, usually a, like it, those are neutral sites, right? Those are neutral sites and so sometimes those are 6 man games or places other other times it's it's they've they've converted an 11 man field to 6 man. I will tell you so here's a better um here's a better answer. I have a place that I I have one of the six man places I've always wanted to go, and it's kind of the, in my opinion, it's one of like the the meccas of um of of six man football, and that is J- uh, Jaybird Stadium in Jayton. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd really like to go there. Um, and it holds 720 people, according to our friend Texas Bob. Uh, that's a place that you know you 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 check off the list. Like it's you you go to like between there and like Heiko. Those are in my opinions like. Some of the real cradles of six-man football. So for me, those would be places that would that I'd want to check off my bucket list as far as six-man stadiums are concerned.
0: Um, I have not seen a game here, but every single time that I go home back to Lano, I pass by uh, Evance Stadium, mm-hmm, the, elks, the Elk, and it's it's really cool because a lot is of time is the plural of
1: elk, elks,
0: right? No, I believe it's it's just elk. Is it like deer? I, I think it's deer. I think it's just elk.
1: I think that's right.
0: Elk and elks. Elks? No, because you would say there are elk over there. Okay. Yeah.
1: Over yonder. Over yonder. Anyway, I interrupted you.
0: Um, I love it because a lot of the times by the time, like especially I'll try and take, if I'm going to go home, I'll try and take like a half day type of thing. So most of the time when I'm driving down there, I will, uh, I'll pass by and they'll be out there having practice and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I'm a big fan of uh, the evant elk.
1: Uh, oh and i guess elk. i should throw this out there um yeah that would be the, the event elk you can go out there okay uh, i've gotten a few questions about this on twitter and i've gotten a few questions via email including one from our friend chuck Poole down at rice who just asked me about the friday night app okay i guess we can probably probably tell people this so the friday night <laughs> yeah, app i have has,
0: no idea if we can say this but go ahead here we go the friday <laughs> night
1: app is being updated right now we are we are early next week we're rolling out a big update and it'll have the 2021 schedules in it everyone's been 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 worried because there's not a schedules in there don't worry we just we're, we're fine-tuning it we've been working on it all off season. I think
0: it's a whole new app
1: I think it's a whole new app yeah maybe um, but there will be a big update coming next fr- uh, early next week so chill out on that. I promise you, we're on it. We have not forgotten that we have an app. We will get that updated. So, FYI, that's uh, that's a question that nobody asks, but everybody asked. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
0: yeah, no, I've been my Twitter has been flooded. Been with blown up. App, app,
1: I'm just app. telling people we've got a big <laughs> update coming early next week. Yeah. Okay, like Monday or Tuesday. And we'll have Navy a full. But yeah.
0: We'll have a full guide and yeah. a video and everything on how to work it and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So that is that is all coming next yeah, week. We're
1: kind of yeah, we're we're changing things around on it, but but in a good way. It's yes. going to be a better app, hopefully. So. What's next pickle?
0: Um okay, let's go with mm. Will the season finish without any major snafu?
1: So I think presumably he's talking about COVID. I would agree. Right. Um Here's where I'm at on
0: it. <laughs> well, one, we hope so. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Here's where I'm at. Actually, we just recorded the PIX video for week one. We should. Sure and did. it was nice because you remembered, you were like, I remember we were doing two PIX videos.
0: Lord. Uh, yeah, I had instant PTSD yeah. when I
1: looked back through So, that. here's where I'm at on it, okay? So, first of all, go get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, we... Are last year, as we told you here, we estimate that 88 percent of the games got played. Okay, 88 percent of the of the games from the year before, or the number of games got played. Um, that's a, that's a ballpark. So that means 12 percent of the games didn't get played. Okay, 88 percent minus 100, or 100 minus 88, 12 percent. Okay. That the the question I think is asking what is the number going to be this year as far as cancellations are concerned? Um, it's not going to be zero. And I think you need to prepare yourself for that, that the number is not going to be zero. Correct. We're not going to get through in every game. It's not going to be 2019, guys. We just have to recognize that, that the, the public health situation is, such, is, is as such that we are not going to be able to play every single game. That is, in my opinion, a fact yes. of the matter of the, as far as facts on the ground are concerned. But I also don't think it's going to be 12%. I don't think it's going to be 12% of games getting canceled, 12% of that. If I were to wager a guess, mm-hmm. if I were to just throw a guess out there, I'd say it's about half that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's six about or seven. Six percent. Yeah. Six to seven percent of the games, which agree. means that we will go 94, 93 percent of the games will be played. There are going to be games that are canceled every week. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, maybe, hopefully, as we get the numbers down, hopefully, everybody, more people get vaccinated, then we are able to get those numbers down. And we're able to play as many games as possible, but I do think that we need to steel ourselves and understand that the pandemic is not over, as much as we'd like it to be over, mm-hmm. not over. And we have to we have to all do our part. Please go get vaccinated. I'll say it again, and um, and 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 just know that there are going to be games that get canceled. It's, it's just going to happen. I I'm, I'm, I wish it weren't the case. I'm not rooting for it. In fact, I'm rooting against that. Yep. But I think that I think we have to be honest and we have to be. Uh, we have to measure uh, we have to make sure that we set the expectation in an okay way that it 's not going to be it's this is not 2019, guys we 're not going to have ninety nine percent of the games played it 's going to be it 's going to be lower, but i don 't think it's going to be as widespread and as big as last year. Mm-hmm. My take on it uh, I hope that i 'm wrong one way right <laughs> <laughs> you know, i hope that'm I hope that everybody goes and be like you 're such an idiot they ended up playing every game and i 'm like, yes, roast me but I I also, I, I, I'm, I'm measuring my expectations. My guess is it's going to be between 94 and 93% of games.
0: Well, and play. I can say, I feel like we can say too, if for the worst possible case scenario that it starts taking a, a big trend down again and the world goes in flames, which we're all hoping it doesn't, the fact of the matter is we were able to get through last season mm-hmm. in terrible times and... We were able to still was, put football content was, out for you was, every single and by week. by the way, <laughs> that was
1: with much fewer tools to fight this thing. Yes. We have the tools, guys. Yep. They're called vaccines. That's it. Go get one. All right. What's next?
0: Um, which, this comes from Trevor Bullard, our buddy down at Texan Live. Which week one game are you most excited for?
1: <laughs> Ooh, well, it's funny because I just did my picks video. Yep. Um, and I won't ruin it. But I think that there are a, there's a
0: good crop in week it's one. It's a good crop.
1: It's a really good. It's a really good week of games.
0: Those like big names that they're like, let's kick off the season right. with a bang. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's that's becoming a new. Uh, you know, uh, coach, they want to have big games. Here are some games I'm really excited about. Okay, I am contractually obligated to tell you I'm excited about Grapevine and Collegeville Heritage. It's live on Valley Sports Southwest uh, next Friday, 7:30 p.m. pregame game at 6:30 p.m. with myself, Aaron Hardigan, Ken Purcell, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. So that's a big game, They're Battle of the Red Rail. Here's some other games I'm really excited about. I'm excited about Highland Park, South Lake Carroll. Yes. Uh, a lot of questions for both teams. I would say, and and so that's Thursday at at and Stadium. I'm, mm-hmm. excited um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Den Ryan Longview. Longview. Den Ryan Longview is really interesting because it is a Region 2 matchup, and we're going to get a nice snapshot of where Region 2 stands right from the jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited about a game on Texan Live, Crosby, Crosby and Carthage. That's
0: a banger. Crosby and Carthage <laughs> is really – if banger. you didn't know, they're
1: playing in, in New Caney on a neutral site. That's going to be great. Uh, Manville-Dickinson. I'm very excited about Manville-Dickinson. we got very high hopes for both those teams. I think that's great. As far as kind of like hipstery-type games, um, I think Cristoval and Wink is going to be really good mm-hmm. in the Concho Valley. I'm excited about that. Um, I Lake
0: f- Travis and Arlington Martin's always a, a good week one. Lake Travis and Arlington Martin will
1: be great. Let me give you another one. And maybe this is off your radar if you're not in the Alamo city, but San Antonio Brennan and San Antonio Reagan is Mm going to be a huge, huge game that I think has major implications as far as how region four is going to shake out specifically. Let me make sure I'm not putting my foot in my mouth here uh, as I am so fond of doing, but I am fairly certain that both of those teams are going to go to the, uh, the division two bracket. Um, I'm yeah. fairly certain about that. Let me let me double check that. So Brennan is yeah, Brennan is likely likely to go to the Division Two bracket. Mm-hmm. I would put them likely. Reagan is, oh. I would say, no, I'm sorry. Reagan is going Division One. So I lied. But um, it, as far as Region Four is concerned, because we don't know where Westlake's going, right? Uh, Westlake can go either either way. The winner of this game. And and really, if both teams look good, wherever like if Westlake and Lake Travis go to the same bracket, like let's just say both go Division Mm -hmm. One, if Brennan looks really good and they go out there and they beat Reagan, you could maybe install them as the favorite in Region Region Four of Division Two, right? In Six A, and I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you, but that's one thing I'm really interested in. I think Brennan and Reagan has major major ramifications as far as what the Alamo City and what Region 4 is going to look like, specifically where Westlake ain't. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm very interested in that. bunch more games I'm really excited about, but those are ones that I mean. Another one that I don't think people are talking about, I'm really excited about Argyle and Fort Worth Nolan. Yeah. I think that game's really interesting. Um, and Nolan's... I don't know. Nolan's a great private school mm-hmm. team and they're taking on uh, the you know, the defending four A Division One State Champs who we have very high hopes for the number one in cannon Dave Campbell's text football and Argyle.
0: But they still have a little Excited bit of that. questions that oh, yeah. no, I, no, no, no. they reload, we know that. We but no, there are
1: some questions. They're they're interesting and their offense is gonna be different. Their yeah. offense We I've, saw
0: we got a taste of it at seven on seven.
1: Uh, Step and I were talking about this on Tep and Step. I think that this is gonna be an Argyle team that is a little bit more the word the word we kept using is plotting. Mm-hmm. It's not an insult. What it means is that last I think that last year Argyle was, a, was as explosive as we've seen them be in a long time. I do not think they're going to be as explosive. That doesn't mean they're not going to be as good. It just means they're, they're maybe not going to have the, the, the tools and the weapons to hit that 70-yard that pass at, at the drop of a hat. I think there's going to be a team that is much more grinding, which they've won titles like that. Uh, I'm very interested to watch Argyle uh, and, and how they match up, bow up against one of the very best private schools in um, in in DFW in fourth, no one. So that's another game that's maybe off people's radar.
0: Let's go down to the RGV. This came in on a Twitch comment here. Yeah. Um, since Mission versus Mission Vets is on Thursday, who do you have winning the Battle of Hildago?
1: Yeah, uh, so I guess that's a good question. Um, so I'm really, I'm really bullish on um, Mission Vets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've got an opportunity to really make some noise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see them, I could see them, you know, really. I, I think that last year that was a bit more of an aberration for them. Yes. Um, so so which
0: man they weren't barely playing any games. Sure. Down there I, anyway. mean that, I mean, I so mean, I I think that, I think you wrench. can
1: throw throw that kind of throw it out the window a little bit. But look, obviously. You know, Mission is the, is the bigger team. Mm-hmm. You know, Mission is, you know, they're a 6A team that's taking on a 5A Division II team. They're going to have an advantage there. And this is a good Mission team. I mean, this is a Mission team that made it to the area round last year. Probably should have beaten Laredo United South. Yeah. Came up a point short. Um, I think this is going to be a, te- a team in Mission that's really fast. But I also think that Mission Vets was not... We talked with David Gilpin at 7-on-7, and he's, he will tell you, he's like, I'm a 1-in-5 head coach. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I am. I'm a 1-in-5 head coach. You are what your record says you are. I think they're going to be significantly improved. I do as well. If you're asking me to make a pick in week one, I'll probably take Mission, yep. but I, I don't think that it's one of those things that, like last year, uh, mission, was, mission was way better than Mission Vets, mm-hmm. just, you know, on record, on paper, everywhere you looked. I think that gap has narrowed, and it wouldn't surprise me if Mission Vets won. I'm taking Mission in that game, but, yeah, I, that's yeah, that's where I've landed on it.
0: I think, yeah, in Week 1, kind of those numbers tend to play yeah, some a Yeah, bit I think so. <laughs> that's I think that's so. a two-classification And this is a Mission
1: team that brings back a fair amount. I think they bring back 11 starters. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Mission Vets brings back a lot, too.
0: You want to talk about a highly attended game down there, There'll though? Be a lot the crowd of, shows a lot up for fans. that one.
1: I think, I think it's at Landry. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's
0: that? Um. How about we head back to the Austin area? Do you give Temple a chance to upset Austin Westlake?
1: A chance? Sure. I mean, why not? Of course. I like Temple.
0: I like. I like Temple. (laughs) I like Scott Stewart.
1: (laughs) Um. I like Scott Stewart. Although he owes me a text back, Coach Stewart, please text me back. (laughs) Um. But um. Yeah. I mean, look, this is a Temple team that there's plenty to like. Okay. I think they're going to be really... I think Temple's going to be really explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the pieces that ha- they have coming back are are in the right spot to really make some noise. Some noise. Samari Howard, their running back, uh, I think is a stud. Um, they, they bring back Mikhail Harrison-Pilot at the, at the quarterback wide receiver spot. He was a real breakout guy last year. Um, and actually, look, if you want to talk about a team... <laughs> Like look, a lot of it's going to come down to the defense right, and how they they hand, match up against Westlake with with all the weapons that they've got, most notably Kate club and Jaden greathouse et cetera and and the other thing about this is keep an eye on the Westlake offensive line going up against what figures to be a decent front seven for for Temple with Tory and york and and, and Tomas, uh Torres so west Westlake's interesting, especially early in the year because. Their defense, of course, is is coordinated by a gentleman we have a lot of respect for and Tony Salazar. They are very young. They are bringing back just two starters from last year's defense. Uh, and so, how quickly can Salazar sprinkle that magic on them? Um, to me, I am... Curious to see how quickly they the Westlake defense gets up to speed because they are going to get a big test in this opener against an explosive Westlake, against an explosive Westlake. I'm sorry, Temple, Temple. offense. Yeah. Do I give them a shot? For sure. Is Westlake the favorite? For, For sure. sure. Yeah. Both of those things can be true. I give Westlake the edge, but it also wouldn't be a stunner, in my opinion. Because I think Temple's going to be really good. They're a pick to win District 12. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on that.
0: All right, let's talk about the powerhouse of San Antonio in Converse Judson. They're yeah. starting off the year with DeSoto. Woo, DeSoto well, and then, so and, the and question I, was, DeSoto and Lake Travis, what's what's it going to take for Judson to not start 0-2? Um, Well, first off, win a game. Wow. But what, that a jerk
1: is, you uh, what a jerk that you that is a never, lot easier said I than done. would never treat our listeners like that. It was that. Aaron Flynn. Um, he knows I'm kidding. So... First of all, give credit to, to 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 Judson and Coach Coach Williams. If you want to be for, the best, you got to
0: schedule the best
1: for for scheduling like this, because mm-hmm. he knows they need to be tested. It's gonna um, be a punch in the mouth the first it is. two. It is. So Judson Judson's a little odd this year in the sense that I think that I think that they're gonna be a team that is that that especially on the defensive side has a chance to be really good. I think their linebacker. Their linebacker core is really solid. Yeah. They bring back Michael Burrows, who I know Coach Williams is very bullish on uh, after, after, you know, they've always after got last speed. year. They've always got some play. They've always got a guy that we don't know about that, like, four weeks in is, kind of like, comes out of the woodworks. Numbers. Yeah, They always have a guy like that. DeSoto, like, I don't think, I don't think, okay, I think they're underdogs against Lake Travis. And they're clear underdogs against Lake Travis, in my opinion. Okay, because I think Lake Travis is, is, is going to be just a better team. Right. Okay.
0: They typically just have their number at that point.
1: I think they can get DeSoto. I think they can get DeSoto. It's I think it's going to DeSoto... take just a
0: couple defensive stops right. to slow them down.
1: Right. And I think DeSoto is especially early. Mm-hmm. We've got some questions, and especially a, a, we have we have especially have questions at quarterback. Like we don't know who. I mean, it sounds like they're going to have. Uh, it sounds like Matt Allen's the guy mm-hmm. that they want there. I think he's solid, but like we don't know if they're going to be able to get that offense up to full speed at, all at once. Um, and that's
0: what they play is fast
1: ball. And, so and if you're able to slow here's down. Here's the other thing. Like... Traditionally, traditionally, Judson has started off strong. Mm-hmm. I go back to the first ever Texas football days when they took on like Travis in the opener on what was then Fox Sports Southwest, now Valley Sports Southwest. And Judson ran him out the paint. I mean, blew their doors off and looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a better Judson team than this team. I want to be clear about that. But I don't, I don't, I think they're underdogs against like Travis. I would call the Judson game, let me look at. I well, here's the going.
0: thing, too. Aaron Flynn's right on this. Judson got shut out by DeSoto last year for the first time since 05. Okay. There you go. Use so that as. At,
1: <laughs> I'm looking at the computer projections right now. I'm looking at the computer projections. I won't reveal who the favorite is, but the computer's got it as a two-point game. Mm-hmm. So, your mileage it might may not vary. Be as much you may have yeah. it. In, yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily put down DeSoto as a as a sure L there. I think like Travis, they're they're underdogs. But DeSoto, they match up pretty well with DeSoto. Is what I'll say. So that's so keep an eye on that one. All right, what's next?
0: Um, let's go with back up. Let's let's head up to the DFW for a second and go with what do you think about those Louisville Fighting Farmers I, this year?
1: I love Louisville. <laughs> I will just go on record. Uh-huh. I think Louisville is going to be fun as hell this year. Yes, I think they're going to score. I think they're going to be explosive. I think they're going to be a team that that I have questions about defense. Yes. Okay, like I want to, you know, they're not a perfect team. I'm not picking them to win a state championship. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've hidden my feelings. That I think Michael Little's awesome, an awesome head coach. Mm-hmm. And the playmakers they got, man, Damian Martinez, Armani Winfield. Like, they are apps, and even on the defense side, guys like Jaden Hardy and Caden Jenkins, I think they are loaded.
0: And if you take a look at the rest of their district this year, too, like, now is uh, the time to capitalize got on
1: cats, it. They man. Like, they they you got can cats.
0: capitalize on and these teams right now. I
1: think you're right. And, and you take yeah, you take a look at their district um, – you know, this is a district that, uh, you know, I know Matt Sepp on Teppen Step, and I'll just reveal this. You please listen to it. He thinks that it's going to be all Louisville teams that get all LIC teams that get in, which yep. would mean that it would be Marcus, uh, Louisville High, Hebron, and Farmout getting yep. in. Um, and leaving out teams like Capel and the Plano's. Yeah. Um, Those are just teams
0: that have think, also so many question marks. If you can get on guys, a roll, I think, they can I think do it. <laughs> I, I
1: said this on Teppen Step, and I'll say it again here. I would buy season tickets to Louisville High School. You will be entertained. They're yep. going to be fun. I don't think they're winning a state championship. No. But I think they're a playoff team. I mean, they were a playoff team last year. They were an area-round team last year um, before they ran into Arlington Martin and Arlington Martin did Arlington Martin things. I think Louisville's going to be fun. They're going to be really fun, and they got playmakers that are going to be worth the price of admission. That's my thoughts on the Farmers. Go, Farmers. Yeehaw. What's next?
0: <laughs> um... If I live in Northeast Texas, mm-hmm. what is a game I've got to go to next Saturday? It's an excellent
1: question. Let me see who's home. I was just um,
0: say I don't know.
1: I am having, I'm I don't having. don't know
0: on Saturday.
1: Oh, on Saturday? Yeah, Ooh, I don't, That's tough. Uh, that's tough because a lot of those places up there have their own have yeah. their own stadiums, and so I don't know off the top of my head um, who would be up there. I mean, because yeah, when you're if you're up there in Northeast Texas, you're talking. I mean, Texarkana, obviously, but, like, New Boston.
0: Texas High has a good game. Do they have a Saturday game? I don't know if it's a Saturday game. That's the game. thing. If it's yeah. a Saturday
1: game, that's tough. Um, let me let me see where Texas – because I, I, I presume if Texas High uh, – they, they've traditionally opened against um, against Arkansas High, and I do, but I think that's a Friday night. Let's see. Texas High opens against – no, they open against uh, at John Tyler. Or, no, they open against John Tyler on Friday. Uh, they play in the, they play Arkansas High in week two. That's tough. Um, I don't know off the top of my yeah, head. That not, is, is my answer.
0: Not a whole lot of Saturday no, games so, in that area. Yeah, but fine. you know, we if you can't go to a game on Saturday in Northeast Texas, you can always go to TuxenLive dot com and watch games across the state yeah. on Saturday.
1: Because like Pleasant grows, Pleasant Grove's home <laughs> against a team from Arkansas. Like, unfortunately, I just I don't know off the top. Of my head. I mean, I just presume. Like, here's the thing. I just presume like Atlanta is not. Is, is not playing Saturday Saturday game let's yeah. see Atlanta is playing away they're at Dangerfield on Friday so like yeah unfortunately up there in northeast Texas uh, the Saturday games are much more concentrated in major metro areas the mm-hmm. Thursday and Saturday games because you gotta you gotta remember huge why huge
0: Houston and Dallas you gotta area. remember <laughs>
1: why they have Saturday games they play Saturday or they play Thursday because they share stadiums yep and so, where do they share stadiums? Major metro areas. Atlanta has their own beautiful stadium, right? right? You,
0: but you go to McKinney ISD, who has an unbelievable yeah. stadium. But there's three teams that play right.
1: there. <laughs> yeah, New Boston's got their own beautiful stadium, right? Queen City, stuff like that. So, unfortunately, I'm a jerk and I can't. I can't help you here. I'm sorry.
0: I'm interested to see if you're going to bite on this question or not, since we're speaking about facilities, but it's what is your least favorite stadium to watch a game at and why and I'll say I knew you weren't gonna buy I will say this that's really hard for me to answer because I when I'm at games I'm down on the sideline and sidelines are just kind of sidelines like I don't really deal with the press box thing the person who would absolutely open up about this I'm sure would be step because he's in all the press boxes but for me I'm down on a field like
1: I think every high school football team stadium is special.
0: You know what? I'll bite. I'll bite on this. I will say the one sideline that is hard to get around. The stadium itself is great, but the sideline Highland Park has a beautiful oh, yeah. stadium. You see an un unbo- like from the press box you can see the Dallas skyline like it is awesome. Yeah. But the the sideline is quite literally just enough for the team and their benches and it's like
1: That's old, <laughs> older um,
0: older, or ch uh, urban... collins in denton is the same oh, yeah. way
1: older more <laughs> urban stadiums were built like that with very small sidelines yeah but that's, that's if a... there's
0: not a track around it sometimes yeah. it's hard to get around because it's very yeah. limited
1: yeah ch collins is like that You're
0: so yeah right. the stadium great sideline yeah. super
1: hard to yeah. get around yeah. not gonna bite on that one <laughs> nope. Nope.
0: um all right well let's give compliments to stadiums and what is the best stadium food that you've had and where
1: so the long view, the long view popcorns legit. Like <laughs> I, I'll just tell you that you'll hear a lot about you got to eat the popcorn at Lobo Stadium, and it was it was absolutely sold to me as like, dude, you got to do it, you got to go out there and do it. And it's like I was like, okay, fine, but it was fantastic. It's very very good. Um, so most of the the thing is, where now, is the place in El Paso that they have their El Dorado? Maybe
0: they have their uh their home ec it's classes home ec class. make the food and everything and
1: it's and it's apparently legendary it's apparently yeah right uh because that's the thing is a lot of these places will go and actually you know what iowa park always treated me very very good when i went out there to iowa park uh they've their their press box spread has been excellent
0: i will say um, yeah. uh rockwall's rock, the stadium that Rockwall and Rockwall he's here i can't remember the name of it right now mm-hmm. wilkerson, wilkerson wilkerson stadium Sanders. um they always their press box spread is always babes and for for a bringing in another food, mm. you cannot do me wrong by saying here's a babe's chicken fried steak and all the fixins. Mm. Like I will, that's the one stadium that I will do my damnedest to get up there at halftime to go feast on a chicken yeah. fried steak and then run back down. Yes, I agree.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a that's a good way to do it
0: uh real fast step said Vejitas at Sherilyn and mm-hmm. el paso del valle, del, del valle yeah. has the has the pex buck spread yeah. all right um we will go with let's talk some small school ball because i'm getting yelled at here um franklin versus Lorena, which is uh, another uh, uh, banger uh,
1: of a game uh, a really under the radar game that if you're not paying attention to i think that you're mistaken frank like so Franklin's the number one team in three A Division two, mm-hmm. and and I don't I you know we've talked a lot about why we like them. They bring back a ton from a team that came basically a play away from winning a title last year. Bryson Washington is a superstar. Malcolm Murphy is a superstar. They've got dudes all over the place. They're going to be really really good. Lorena, if you haven't if you haven't if you're not to speed on them, um, Lorena is a, is a four A team first of all. So so they're bigger than them, but also um, they're a team that I think is going to have one of the most exciting individual playmakers in the state, and that's Jaden Porter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Jay Don, Jayden, Jadon, Jaden, I think
0: that one's Jaden.
1: Jaden. Jaden Porter. He is a dynamo. Absolute superstar. And I believe he's only going to be a sophomore. Um, sophomore or junior. He's an underclassman, but this kid is incredible. And so... You know, I think a lot. Furthermore, I also think that you know Ray Biles, the uh, the the coach there at Lorena, always has always kind of dials up, especially early, a pretty good defensive game plan for teams. I am interested to see what the offense, how much of the playbook Franklin rolls out there, because I do think they're going to open up the playbook a little bit this year. How much are they willing to show in week one? Lorena, I'm interested in how they game plan for them, and can they get the ball to Jaden Porter? As much as they want him to. I think he's going to be fantastic. And also keep an eye on, on Lorena's running back, Caden Madkins. I, you should watch the picks video next week for my pick. But I think this is a really fun opener that if you're paying too much attention to the DeSoto Judsons, the Highland Park Southlake Carols, the Longviews and, and Denton Ryans, um, the, the Colleyville Heritages and the Grapevines, if you're paying too much attention to those, the, the North Shores Shadow Creeks, paying too much attention to those, you are overlooking a really, really good game there in at Franklin. Brazos, it's, if the, maybe, I don't know, yeah. Wherever it is, it's going to be really good. It's down there. Uh, Brazos Valley, Central Texas area. Yeah. So.
0: Um, Let's go with a quick college question here. Hearing that Hudson Card mm-hmm. has the edge for QB1 mm-hmm. in the Longhorns, do you have That's thoughts on that?
1: It's what I've heard. I've heard the same things. Yeah. I've heard that that he's he's the the, the favorite to win the job. The front runner. I don't think that he would, I don't think he's won it, but I think he's the favorite to win the job. What I like about Hudson Card is he he has and this Casey Thompson's similar. So I I'm, this is not a trashing Casey Thompson. The easy velocity that comes out of his hand is special. It's mm-hmm. different. It's it's something that is not you don't see a lot from quarterbacks his age, um, and I think that's something that's probably drawn Steve Sarkeesian to him. I think that. Um, his deep ball ability is impressive and his ability to, to maneuver like his ability to run yeah. is I think something that's going to everyone put him, keeps
0: hounding on his release, like how quick yeah, it's the a quick is. release
1: and it, it explodes out of his hand with that easy velocity. That's something that, I, that whenever I watch him, that's what I see. I think that Hudson card is probably the favorite. Um, and that, you know, and especially behind an offensive line that is going to be good. Maybe not elite, Maybe you want a guy who's a little bit more mobile, and I think that that could be a guy like Hudson Card. So I, I that would, I'm not in practice every day. My uneducated opinion would be that Hudson Card's probably the guy. Yep. Yeah. And and I, I think shout out to the yeah. hometown kid. Right. Exactly right. Um.
0: That's right.
1: Well, that's right. He is from El Paso. You're right. Are we? We're not talking about. Okay. Sorry.
0: Go Miners. Go Miners. <laughs> Um. Let's go with how many big country teams make it to Arlington?
1: That's a that's a bad question. Um, that's not a bad question. It's a fine question.
0: Uh, Brandon sent it in, so well, you you're allowed to say that. Let's
1: see. Um, <laughs> how many big country teams make it to Arlington? I'll say more than one. Or mm, hold on. I mean, hold on. Hold your horses. <gasps> Hold your horses. I'm going to come up with an answer. How many big country teams make it to Arlington? You so here are your best. I mean, Jim Ned is. Jim Ned's our number one team in 3A Division 1. Right yeah. now I predict them make it to, to, to Arlington, right? <laughs> At the, after that, I mean, you could, you could say a team like Cisco, we're very high on Cisco. Mm-hmm. They're in 2A Division 2 or 2A two Division 1, right? I think that Albany's got a shot,
0: mm-hmm. right? Denny Faith always has a shot.
1: And then what you're doing, you know, and, and look, if you want to dream on a team like...
0: What about Sweetwater?
1: Sweetwater? Dream on a team like Hawley? I think they've got an opportunity. Their best bet for getting multiple, in my opinion, would be a team, would be like, get Jim that in, mm-hmm. and then a six-man team. Yeah. Whether it's May or Strawn or Westbrook or Jayton mm-hmm. or any of those teams, as far as big country is concerned, those would be the teams that immediately spring in mind. I will say one and a half... The, old, the the my early over under is one and a half big country teams make it to arlington jim um, ned and then a six man team would be kind of my initial
0: thought. Yeah. On that. I would agree with that.
1: Yeah. Good job, Greg. I did. It. <laughs> oh. All right. Boo. How about we do so you got two more? Two more.
0: Two more work? All right. Um we will go with what is tepper's favorite question that he stumped step with on Tep and step
1: has mm. there been a
0: time where you mm-hmm. basically screamed "booyah" into the mic?
1: It happened last time, it happened last last podcast. If you go back and listen to it, because the the question that I asked on on the last episode of Tap and Step was, who was the last number one team in the in the in the UIL ranks? Who was the last number one team to fail to win in Dave Campbell's Texas Football preseason to fail to win a playoff game, mm-hmm. like to not advance to the second round of the playoffs? The answer was twenty seventeen Cameron Yo um that they got bounced in the first round that I think that might have been Tommy Brashir's first year yeah. there. Um that's probably my that's one of my favorite ones. Um and then there's you know, I always I like, cuz I always got to dial up the the fun fact of the week and so I'm I'm always trying to find weirdo stats, but he is remarkably good at these things. Uh he's got That's he, kind of why he gets a paycheck from us. He's got he's got poison brain. <laughs> he does. And his brain cyborg is, his, brain, his brain is poisoned mm-hmm. and so he knows these things uh that like i will come up with one that i feel like i've done a ton of research that's on, gonna be I'm an like, absolute stinger <laughs> it. and he'll be like oh actually it's so and so and i'm like
0: Gah! and then a- and worse. here's where you were wrong in your question type right. of thing nothing you know? worse
1: <laughs> nothing worse he's a jerk he has to be stopped <laughs> welcome back to the america step yeah have a safe trip But and finally pickle do we have an ender
0: we sure do brent homan asked a fantastic question do you have a tradition prior to the start of the season
1: yeah, normally, um, normally, normally, like I take my wife out to dinner, uh, something like that, because I don't, because I kind of, I call her like a football widow, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> kind of ditch her for four just, months. Kind of ditch
1: her, <laughs> and now I'm ditching her with a kid and stuff yeah. like that. So normally I do that. Um, I, I, this, like, this is the week that I will finally open up that magazine. I really haven't flipped through it a ton mm-hmm. um i will flip through it and i'll spend about an hour this weekend like reading it mm-hmm. um just like kind of checking in on things and stuff get it refreshing get the speed. brain um and then i just practice not swearing i just i i try
0: actually what you really do is go in front of your mirror and yell every swear word possible so you just get, get them, them out. out get them out if they're not in there they can't be set on air
1: get them out um normally i do try to buy a new pair of shoes new pair of sneakers, uh-huh. but. Uh, um, the the we're tightening the purse strings this year. <laughs> tightening the purse strings Hank's expensive. Easy, yeah. But. Do you that's have a, fair. do you have a pre pre-season?
0: Um one of my favorite things to do and I think just like a it's a kind of a sense of a refresh is um I and it's kind of like school supply shopping I guess, but I always go get my new sideline notebook. And I'm mm. very particular about the notebooks mm. that I get. Um, it's usually one that it folds over, like the, the journal mm. rings are on top. And then they, all, they have the ones where it's got the red line down the middle. Mm. I always get that. So that way I can have one team on one side and one team on the other. So it's always exciting. I'm
1: a, I'm a moleskin guy. I like the moleskin. Okay. Um, uh, notebooks, those are my favorite. Yeah. Um, and, yeah.
0: Yeah. My big thing is being able to find the line down the middle because then it's already separated. Because mm-hmm. I get real frustrated when I draw my line and it's crooked. Because I'm kind of OCD, right. <laughs> as you know. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, getting getting that new fresh page on the mm-hmm. thing and going, all right, we'll break it in. Because um, I usually fill out every page per season, yeah. if not have to get two of them. Yeah. I'm kind of... Yeah, that'll happen. You're, you're, on taking you're, notes. You're, you're,
1: you're a copious note taker. <laughs> I am. Um, and
0: I got to get fresh pins, too, that have a... Yeah. You have to get ones that have... It's got to be a click Ooh. pin because I don't want to lose the cap on the sideline, and it's got to so, have a good uh like. So maybe
1: people, clip on the maybe side of it. maybe people haven't noticed this. But um, when I'm on ballet, when I'm on TV... Mm-hmm. I have used the same pens for nine years. And they are pens that I get from my father-in-law. My father-in-law is a banker. And he gets me a box of pens. And they were the perfect pens. They're my favorite pens. <laughs> You've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I pro- oh, yeah? You know what I'm talking about. They're the white pens with the kind of the green thing. Uh-huh. So I have, to, I have to bother Bill for some more, <laughs> for some more pens. That's my preseason tradition is bugging my father-in-law to get, me, to get me the good pens. That's what I do. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday. For, for the first real game week on Texas Football Today.